It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket. It is part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group where Jane Pickett uh, joins us. Morning to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. You're very welcome. Actually, somebody yesterday, after, last week after your squeaky door, uh, somebody texted in very quickly saying, tell Jane she needs to get oil for that door. <laughs> it was oh, just, they're not wrong. It's it was a very squeaky door. It was, and it was just happened to be busy uh, last week when we were doing our slot with Jane. OK, let's get straight into questions. Tom wants to know, is it normal for a five month old puppy to have a loose stool? Hmm. It can be. Um, at five months of age, I suppose I'd be thinking, well, what's changed? Has there been a dietary change? So I suppose the most common things that would happen, I suppose, in young puppies would be dietary change as they move, let's say, away from their mums onto solid food. Obviously, a lot earlier than that, but then onto a puppy food. And sometimes they may have a transition a little bit later, around three or four months, onto kind of a junior food, a junior life stage. So it may be worth asking yourself, well, have I changed their diet recently? Has the, the sign of the loose stool started or, or been in tandem with either a new diet 
or potentially even something like treats that you started giving it. So dietary is really, really common in these guys. So the second most common thing would be parasites. So sometimes that can give them looser stool. So I'd make sure they're up to date with their regular worming. Now, our puppies will need worming a lot more frequently than our older adult pets. So the good rule of thumb is they will need to be wormed every two weeks until they're 12 weeks of age and then every month until they're six months of age and thereafter then you can kind of treat them like an adult so every three months will be the standard recommendation for the average pet but every every environment or or every kind of um lifestyle of a pet is different so it's worth having a chat with your vet about what they feel suits you but that's a good good rule of thumb so make sure you're up to date with your worming other than that they can have i suppose imbalances in their gut microbiome so the kind of the bugs and the the bacteria that make up their gut are are still kind of developing at that stage they're still learning um, and they're still adapting and a lot of that can be affected by diet so sometimes they may just have a little bit of an upset tummy and need a probiotic Um, but if it's something that's consistent if they've got runny stool and it's been happening for more than a day or two these little guys, you know, they're not the most resilient. They're young, young, young little dogs. They're the, the equivalent of, I suppose, a small toddler, essentially. Yeah, it's like, it's so like it's not... children and the way children can pick up bugs and stuff. And, exactly. Yeah. They can. So I think it's, it's always best to err on the side of caution. It's, as long as they're otherwise lively and well and happy, as long as it's only a slightly soft stool for a few days, you're probably OK to monitor it. But if they seem in any way unwell in themselves or if it's lasting longer than two or three days, you do really need to see a vet. And it might just be a simple thing of chatting through the history with them. They may be able to point out a kind of a more obvious trigger or it might be that they might even need to do some diagnostics. So sometimes there's rarer causes of loose stool in puppies and in adult dogs. And we might need to take things like poo samples and send those to the lab. So there are kind of pathways to diagnosis that you can go down but it's important just to act on it if it's been lasting for more than a few days Okay uh, here's actually two different questions in about stray cats the first one is from Mary a stray cat came into us he's living with us now about a year but I've noticed He's grooming himself a lot and in the last few days he seems to be sleeping a lot during the day but when I leave him out at night he's then disappearing all night and doesn't come back until the following morning what's going on? Uh, is he off having fun? Um, he may well be off just having fun. I suppose around this time of year, we are getting a slight change. We can all feel it in the air. Autumn is kind of coming um, in the daylight. The daylight hours may begin to start to shift from now on. So it is a case that, you know, the patterns that cats who are outside, particularly with access to the outdoors and hunting, you know, they're really usually quite active sometimes at night or at dawn and dusk. Um, so it may just be that the the change, the gentle change in the beginning of the seasons has begun to take effect and has changed his behaviour ever so slightly. The licking that you're seeing, it may just be part of normal grooming. Um, I think if it's excessive, if you feel he's always at it, then it would trigger a visit to the vet to say, well, is my pet licking because they're itchy or irritated at their skin? Um, and I suppose all the basics, just make sure they're up to date with their usual flea prevention. Simple, the common things are common, as it were. Um, but sometimes it may just be standard grooming. You may just be seeing him inside a little bit more doing it. But as for being out all night, I would suspect he's probably out having a great time. It's probably the most likely thing. As long as he seems otherwise well in himself, he's probably just getting home. And during the day, his his 24 hour clock is just a little bit off and he's just sleep, sleeping through the day. But what I will say is just keep an eye on his eating habits and his drinking habits and his otherwise, let's say, demeanour when he's awake. Does he seem happy in himself? Does he seem like when he's awake and he's up and about, is he as lively as his usual self? Is he eating and drinking normally? If the answer to all of those things is yes, 
then I would suspect he's probably just out and about having a lovely time doing some hunting of an evening. But if any of those things are not the same, if his demeanour doesn't seem quite the same or his appetite's not the same or his drinking habits aren't the same, then that would trigger me to think, well, is this sleeping during the day? Is that lethargy? Is that something a little bit more sinister? So do we need to get a vet involved? Okay, but, um, I think just and of course, the violent. fact it's a stray, it's hard to know what age the cat is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think it's lovely when a stray, I suppose, wanders in sometimes. Um, sometimes they can really ingrain themselves in our family they kind of choose us to a degree um, but I suppose they do come with that kind of unknown quantity to them we don't know what their history is we don't know their age they don't know if, we don't know if they have any previous health issues so it is a little bit difficult to predict so caution is good if you're in if you're in doubt and he's handleable have a chat to your vet Okay Jennifer has taken on a stray cat uh, moved in about uh, two weeks ago it's an adult female cat but Jennifer said how does she work out if it's neutered or not? Oh unfortunately largely impossible uh, without attending your vet and even then it's a big challenge um, I'd say it's, it's definitely a really good thing to try and check out um, because obviously we want to make sure that as many cats as possible are spayed so that we can you know, avoid adding kittens and unwanted pets to the, the large population of, of feral cats that are out there um, so it is really good to take that step what I would suggest as a first port of call would be um, maybe bring them to your vet. Um, it may be a case that we might be able to find a scar from a previous neutering operation. So sometimes, depending on, on where your vet does the operation, sometimes that'll be on the belly, on the very underneath, kind of on the, the belly floof. Sometimes it'll be on the side. Um, your vet may be able to, to feel that, but to be honest with you, it might require a small haircut to see it um, because cats are very, very good at healing and these things don't tend to, they don't tend to leave bumpy scars as it were. It tends to be quite a subtle thing that we might just be able to see. So it might require your pet being shaved a little bit on their belly at the two sites where these procedures might happen sometimes. Um, that said, that's not a foolproof way of doing it either. Um, if we see a scar, then we're pretty sure there's been an operation there and it's most likely going to be neutering. It's not 100% guarantee. But if we don't see a scar, there's no real way of knowing except for going down the route of undertaking a spay operation. And if there's a uterus there to be removed and ovaries there to be removed to spay the cat, then great, that could go ahead. But if we get in there, have a good look around and there's no ovaries and no uterus, it's quite likely that and it's ha- going to take ha- place before. Have you done that before? Have you opened up a cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a common and, thing. And you know, Jennifer is right to be thinking down that route mm-hmm. because a female adult cat, you don't want to end up with a household of kittens. Absolutely. I think it's like it's really, really, really responsible. So it is um, to be thinking down that way. So really well done for, for, you know, thinking about that. It is definitely something to act on, but I'm afraid it's not the simplest solution in the world. But look, there is always the option of chatting to your vet going down the route of a spay. And, you know, if there's a a spay there to be done, it can be done. And if not, we know for certain that the the cat's already been spayed. There are ways to I think from her text, she thought there was some blood tests that could be done to to work out. But unfortunately, wish wish that there was. Yeah. It, it, there there are some hormonal tests that you can do, but to be totally honest, sometimes they're not the most reliable. Sometimes the timing is very important. It's not the simplest thing, I'm afraid. Yeah. It is an avenue, but it might be a slightly more um, financially expensive avenue than going down the spay route. So have a chat with your vet about it. OK, and then staying on cats, somebody's cat is a 10 year old cat recently diagnosed with the diabetes. She's gone on a special diet, but she's continuing to lose weight. And then recently she's refusing to come into the house, acting very strangely. Strangely, indeed, I'm really worried about her as she is a 10 year old cat. 
Oh, bless her. Okay, I'm so sorry to hear she's been diagnosed. Um, it can be a very worrying thing when our older pet gets diagnosed with quite, I suppose, a, a longer term chronic disease. And diabetes is, is a very challenging one. Dietary management is really, really important and it is the cornerstone of management in cats. But it may be, I suppose, not knowing the full details of your situation, it may be that your cat might need other medications, so they may need um, they may need injections um, or medication to try and control that blood sugar level. Dietary management may not be enough. So if they're not feeling well in themselves on just dietary management, then I really would advise bringing it up with your vet again. And I think that's the thing. As vets, we don't know if these things are working when your pet is at home. We wish we could, um, you know, see how things are going and ring you up and ask, but sometimes we can't. So it's really important if your pet is doing well, brilliant. But if your pet's not doing well on the prescribed treatments, we really appreciate it as vets when you call us and let us know that things are not quite working out. So don't be afraid to, to flag it up. I'm sure there'll be other avenues to explore, but without a little bit further detail on, on the background of your of your pet's difficult to say exactly what, but I'm, I'm sure it is worth flagging it again um, and there will be a way forward. Okay, seem to be all about cats today. We leave it there. Thanks mm. for that, Jane. Have a lovely week and we'll talk next Thursday. You too. Thank Thanks you for joining us. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket. Uh, it is, of course, part of the Mill Street uh, Veterinary Group. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.